All right. Kept talking about I sent the you. A, blow that, that, you were listening. That what is it? What's the word he used? Heralding. Herald, heralding <laughs> the, the oranges. Okay. Like, ah. I sent you a, a the uh, the night of Hey, in general, they would always febring Yigimot uh, Tishrei. The yard to the Reb Marash. It's gonna get there. Don't worry. Every Fabringen, the essence of Fabringen, as a language Fabringen means, is that many Jews get together and they Fabringen. The word Fabringen itself indicates that there's division. Because if before the Fabringen, they weren't together. And after the Fabringen, they won't be Fabringen. Fabringen means to ga- gathering. So, gathering means that before gathering, they, were, they weren't gathered. After gathering, they're also not gathered. Everyone will return to their own house and their own place. Each person under his vineyard, each person under his fig tree. But despite their differences, despite the fact that there are differences, Everyone gets together to have to be in a state of unity. You got it now. Yeah. We'll can you can open it. You can make it bigger. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll if you put your phone on the side, it might automatically make it bigger. You said you sent this on Gimel Thomas. No, I send it now. <laughs> Is it for regular Gimel Tish? Okay. Said Teva Abria Shnigash Baruchum Cholkem Adonzemizeh. The nature that Hashem created, is that people are different from each other. They're separate from each other. The Gemara says that God minted each person with the, with the uh, seal of Adam, and yet each person is different than the other. In other words, Hashem had a certain... Everyone looks similar to Adam in some, in some ways, in most ways, and yet no one looks like each other. There are three things that person, each person is different than the other. In their voice, in their appearance, and in their intelligence. As we, halacha relies on um, a person's voice, and the, person rely, the halacha relies on, uh, if, if, if sometimes if we can't figure out who an object belongs to, you rely on the owners um, saying, "I can tell this is mine." He doesn't have any similar. Can't, 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 you can't describe what's different about this object than the other. But you can say, I, "I, I know this is mine." So, so that indicates how everyone, every person is different. Everyone has their own take on things. But you say to Mizu, So not only is each Jew different. But even if you spoke about the Jewish people in general, there are ten kinds of Jews. As it says in the beginning of Parshas and Tzavim, they're the heads of the tribes. The, the Pasuk reckons ten different categories. Rashechem is one category, Shevtechem is another category, as the Zohar says. So when you have all the Jewish people together, you have ten different kinds of people. No. Together with this, 
Jewish people are one nation in the earth. They're called one nation. And in many, regarding many things, we say that, we say the Jewish people are, are considered like one entity, like one point. And I know how to say one nekuda in English. One nekuda. A nekuda is like a geometric point, but it's more of a conceptual geometric point. One, one I, the old Jewish people are one nekuda. You know what I'm saying? Well, how do you say conceptual geometric point in English? Nekuda. So the Jewish people are one entity, they're one nekuda. Unified unit. They're one unit. Okay. All right. So, so although there are differences between each person and the other, and there are ten kinds of Jews, yet in regarding many things we say that they're one Mitzvah. Even when we speak about 600,000 Jews, which Allah considers that the greatest multitude, regarding the laws of benching, regarding the laws of bracha, when you have 600,000 Jews together, there's a new entity, and you say new bracha. The bracha you say is blessed is Hashem, Lord our God, King of the Universe, who knows the secrets of them all. Six hundred thousand. That means there's a new kind of divi- kind of divine flow that unites them all. And that's the meaning of the terrorist commandment: love your fellow like yourself. In other words, our point of the 600,000 thing was that although there's 600,000 people, the Torah considers them like one entity. And therefore there's one, there's a, a bracha, oh, there's 600,000, that's a new kind of thing. There's a thing. It, we consider all 600,000 people as one unit, as one entity. So this is the meaning of the mitzvah of love your fellow like yourself. The Gemara Yerushalmi says, love your fellow like yourself because the Jewish people, every Jew is like two, each Jew, every two Jews, are like two limbs of one body. It's true the body is comprised of 248 limbs and 365 veins. Which indicates division. The Torah says this is considered division. Halacha says. Guarding halachic principle, guarding halacha, ruling and halachic matters, we consider the 248 limbs as different from each other. Although Allah doesn't recognize the difference between one limb and another, yet all limbs are considered part of one body. Regarding the laws of impurity, if any part of your body touches something which is impure, it doesn't matter which limb it is, it doesn't matter if it's your head or the heel of your foot, the impurity spreads the entire body. And the reason for this is, because the entire body is like one entity. If each limb was considered a separate entity, then you would not become Tame until the impurity, until the impure object touched each limb individually. So since my, your, my, the heel of my foot makes me entirely impure, that indicates that my entire body is considered halachically like one entity. So too, the Gemara Yushami says that all the Jewish people are like one body. And not only can they consider like one body, but they consider like one unit. 
Altaber uses a language in Parashat Savim, you cannot tell in a person a beginning or end. Because in some matters your head is considered your head, in some matters your foot is considered your head, because your foot does things your head cannot do. And really, it's more than that. It, 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 since it's one body, it's part of one entity, so, so, so differences don't really matter. In addition to the fact that each limb contributes to the body in a different way, the, if you look at the fact that they're all part of one body, so there's no real division. This is expressed by a fabrengen. The many Jews gathered together in one place. They gathered together here in, to a shul, to base medrash, for one purpose. And there they become one entity. Because of the unity of the Fabrengen has such a great virtue. That the Alter Rebbe says about the paper that came down from heaven that ex- which explains the great virtue of Febrengen, that Febrengen has the ability to accomplish more than the great than Malch Machol, who is called the great angel. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's a similar expression used, by the way, by Baruch Shoma. Do you know who found the paper there? No idea. Do I. And not to mention it's even different as we have it in Akshidar that, that it is in Rambam. So I'm kind of confused on what exactly we leave it on this piece of paper. Vigatzmach. So Yeshim Ribidil Gadagshamalachim. There are many, many levels of angels. In general, there are two different kinds of angels. There are some angels that exist. They have existed since God made the world, and they are eternal, and, they'll, they'll, and they exist as long as the world exists. They are called the Chayas in God's chariot, eternal angels. And there are other angels that are created every day, they sing a song, and then they expire in ecstasy and they, and they stop to exist. Malach Machol is one of the greatest angels. He's one of the angels that exists forever. Once God created it, created Malach Machol, he's going, he's on. Malach Machol is considered one of the angels in God's chariot. As we just said yesterday in the prayer of Minchan Yom Kippur, then Malach Machol sings to God on the right, meaning he's on the right of God's chariot. So from this we understand the great virtue of Machmachol. And despite the great virtue of Machmachol, a Fabrengen has the ability to accomplish more than Machmachol. Why is that? One of the reasons for this is Although Malach Machol is one of the greatest angels and he is one of the highest on God's chariot, however, he has idea of in, in Malach Machol is different to the other Malachim on God's chariot. There is a concept of division that exists in God's chariot. There are four angels in God's chariot. 
Aus, Vaders, but if I bring in, Kivish calling on who in the Achto, since if I bring in, the essence of a bringer is a day of unity, so if a bringer draws on, a pl- draws from a place that is higher than the idea of division, even higher than the division in God's chariot. And therefore, the impact of a Febrengen is greater than Malch Machol. Because Malch Machol, although he is a very lofty angel, he is still from a place of division. But a Febrengen, it draws from a place which is higher than division and which is expressed by the fact that Jews are getting together. The Achtos. That's why the Rebbe said another Febrengen. He said, How many Jews do you need for Febrengen? Even if you have two Jews, it's already a Febrengen. Why? Because the fact that we're different, why are we different? Because my soul is in my body, and your soul is in your body. In order for us, us to unite, we really have to come, have to come back home to the Abishter. So the so the fact that there is unity, that means in some way we've come back home to higher than our our uh, higher than, our, than division. Like the Abishter says over here, higher than, than than the place of God's chariot. So when the Abishter sees his kids come home, it causes such pleasure to him that uh, of course the Abishter knows us and cares for us. But when when, the, when we come home, there's a whole there's, there's a different kind of nachas or different kind of pleasure. Um, I just wanted to mention before we go on uh, the Gemara Yerushalmi um, when it talks about the idea of all the Jewish people being like, being like one body Gemara Yerushalmi uses the example just like if, if, if one of your if your um, you got hurt because of your hand you wouldn't smack your hand with the other hand so same as also with the Jew that just because a Jew insulted you're not going to solve anything by taking your revenge because your two limbs are the same body you, you, you don't hit your left hand to protect your right hand. On the contrary, that would hurt, uh, hurt you too. It's, it's, all, it's all one body. So that's the power of Shabringen, the concept of Nachas Ruach, to the Ebishter, and it, not just the cause of Nachas Ruach, but it accomplishes, the Brach Gimei Shabringen accomplishes more than Malch Mochol. Why? Because Malch Mochol is an individual angel, is it from a place of division, but Rengen draws from higher than that. We're up to his base on page 180. The unity by a Fabrengen is more is highlighted even more when the Fabrengen is at a time of unity, as we shall see. What? Oh, you're not part of the six this group. You are. Oh, you're not part of this group? You don't get a daily exodus? I thought you, got, I thought you were on this list. I'm in the group. Oh. You're one minute thing? Or? No, no, I have another group just for, just for the morning share. Okay. Okay. All right. So the idea of Fabrengen is emphasized even more when the Fabrengen is done at a time of unity. The Abisha made the world in a way that each moment is a separate entity. God created time. Time was created during the six days of creation. God created time in a way that each moment is a separate entity. And each moment is different than the moment before and different from the next moment. That means the entire idea of time is changed. Because each moment, the word rega, which means moment, rega. is as long as it takes to say the word rega. So each rega kememra, each moment, which is, lasts as long as it takes to say the word moment, is a separate entity. A, mom, a moment is a present, and a moment is a change from the moment before, which is past, 
and the moment, the next moment, which is future. So each moment is a separate entity. There is the present moment, which is different than the previous moment, and different than the coming moment. And yet, since the Torah is a master of the world, and Torah has the ability to change and transform existence from one extreme to another, so Torah has the ability to gather many moments or many days and to make them one entity of unity, make one thing. In the language of yeshivas, nekuda achas, one nekuda, one unit. Well, for example, in regarding, regarding festivals, which is very connected to the month of Tishrei, because Tishrei has more holidays than any other. A moir, a yontiv, is called in the Torah Zmanim. Like we say in the davening, Hashem sanctifies Israel and the Zmanim, the times. The Jewish people are the ones Hashem entrusted with doing this. That's why with the bracha goes, Bekaish Yisroel Vazman. God sanctifies Jews and the times because the Bezdin is the one that establishes when Rosh Chodesh is when Yom Tev Mar. So although the name for the holidays is Zmanim, which that name indicates division, it's not only because Yontif happens at a certain time. Yontif happens in these days, not the days before, not the days after. But the reason why it's called Zmanim in the plural is because time in general has to do with change. The word time has changed. And yet, the Torah halacha categorizes and creates an entity where all portions of this time are united. So all moments of this yontif have a common theme, the theme of this yontif. So although each moment is different, Torah says that all of these, and they're different moments. That's why it's called zmanim in the plural. It's called times, because it's not just one moment. There's many moments in every yontif. And yet the Torah says that there's some common denominator of all these moments. And not only is there some common denominator, but the Raghachavar says how all of the moments of the Yantha become one Nikuda. The Raghachavar says, Raghachavar has hair-splitting questions. One of them is, are the days of Yantha considered separate, day, separate days, which have, different, which have the same laws? Or all days of Yontif from beginning to the end, one Nakuda, one point. And there's many halachic differences whether you see all days of Yontif are separate days with one with the same laws, or they're considered like one point. Therefore, when we're in a time which is has which is which the time itself is connected to unity. So the, the unity of the time adds to the unity of the Jewish people, because the world was created for the Jewish people, including time was created for the Jewish people. Because the, the word world, what is the meaning of the word world? What's the parameter of world? World means time and space. So time was created just like space was created. So I think the Rebbe, I don't remember exactly, but I think the, the, Rebbe, the Rebbe points out the connection between time and space. In order for the creation of space, there has to be a creation of time. If I remember correctly, it's because space, mean, if Hashem made something new, that means there's change, which is the idea of time. So that's why with space was created time. Anyways, so, so uh, world means time and space. And if it's understood, there's a special virtue in a bringing that is, that is at a time of unity because the unity of the time adds the unity of those who are at the Fabrengen. And automatically, the unity is highlighted. So that's the value of a Fabrengen between Yom Kippur and Sukkis. The, although there are four different days and each day has a different, different uh, job, different, different Aveda, yet they're considered, there's one Nakuda which connects them all. And, what is, and we'll see about that, which, what, what that Nakuda is. 
But just uh, another, I don't know if I mentioned this, Fabrenian, the sense of four, the four days in your Kippur and Sukkot correspond to the four letters of God's name. In fact, that's why today is called the day of God's name. Because your Kippur is higher than God's name, and today is called the talk of God's name, the day of God's name.